decided I was going to take my life. Um, I was like drinking at the same time. So I like, at this point I was about to be blacked out drunk and was like, okay, if I can get drunk enough, I could do this. Um, and so at this point I'm like kind of in and out of remem- remembering really what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up waking up in the hospital. So pretty much blacked out, wow. woke up in the hospital. Yeah. The next thing I know, I wake up in the hospital. Um, I find out like my supervisor and my commander from the military was there. Um, and once things kind of calmed down, like they, at this point, they wanted me to like get committed to an, like an insane asylum at this point. Like wow. I'm just completely out of my mind. Like I don't, I'm lost. I'm completely lost. There's no faith. There's no presence of God that I knew of until they took me home later that day. And they showed me that I did shoot. I did shoot a gun into the ceiling. Hey guys, welcome back to The Andrew Ramon Show. I'm so pumped about this conversation. I have the chance to sit down with hip-hop artist D-Cure. We're going to talk about his music, talk about his faith, and get to know him. He is a leader in the conservative movement and has really seen a lot of success in the grassroots kind of hip-hop movement as well. So I'm super excited. So without further ado, D-Cure, welcome to the show. So much for having me. I'm glad to be here. No, it truly is an honor. And, and well, Dikir, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, your story, and we'd love to get to know you a little bit more. Of course. So, um, man, I, st- I started rapping when I was like 16 years old. I was just a little kid from Arizona. Um, originally, I got into music. Um, my parents were in the Army band. And so they were like, well, our kids should should play music. And so um, yeah. they had us all, me and my three brothers all pick an instrument. And so I played trumpet from about nine years old up until I was 16. And I was like, what am I going to do with with the trumpet? And I always loved <laughs> hip hop. You know, I, I grew up listening to hip hop probably from about 11 or 12. I started getting into it. Um, and just my love grew over the years until I was like, well, I think I'm just going to try to rap. And so I started wow. writing in high school. Um, I was big into like Lauren Hill because I grew up in church, um, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was that movie Sister Act too, where she was in and she was um, singing in, in that movie. And then I found yeah. out she could rap too. And so I got, I got into her album at a young age and I was like, man, this is, this is super good. And uh, that was kind of, yeah. So that was kind of the start. Um, did, uh, graduated high school, then joined the Air Force and kind of fell out of music. I mean, I, I was still was making music, but, you know, I didn't have the focus like I do now. Um, but right. I, I did 11 years in the Air Force. And once I got out, I was like, OK, it's time. Like, I got to follow this this passion. I, I was 29 at the time. And I was wow. like, Man, I've, I've wasted a lot of time um, not pursuing music and mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like when it all really, truly began. Okay. That's when it all truly began after you came back. And first of all, thank you for your service. 11 years. That's that's quite quite some time. (laughs) And you said that was in the Air Force branch? Yeah, I was in the Air Force. I was uh, in security forces, which is basically like military police. And so I did that for 11 long years, a couple deployments. And yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wow. That's all. I'm sure there's a lot of stories to go there as well. For sure. So (laughs) you came back and now you started, you know, you decided to really pursue your music more head on. 
because previously to that you had some exposure to it and, mm-hmm. and now now where you are now you know you're publishing music uh you're on spotify you're in all kind of all the all the platforms you're you're a leading voice in in kind of the i would say the grassroots kind of hip-hop movement especially on the conservative side of, mm-hmm. of, of of politics but but really like how did you you're coming out of the air force walk us through how did you now get into the music business uh, well, luckily, I took a music business course while I was in the Air Force that kind of like guided me. So figuring out mm-hmm. all those um, the distribution side, getting into, you know, how do I get my music on Spotify and, you know, the simple yeah. stuff. So I, I was lucky enough. I took a course before I got out that kind of um, helped me get my foot in the door that way. And then there was a community called um, Cypher Circuit. And basically, it was just a platform of hip hop artists. They would post like uh, an industry beat, like a famous beat, like 50 Cent in the club uh, beat. And then mm-hmm. you go write your verse and rap to it and post it on Instagram. And it was kind of oh, like wow. this big community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was originally how I met Topher. And so that was probably like 2017. I, I had been working for some time uh, with the fire department, but kind of like, Mm-hmm. trying to figure out like can i do music full-time um and so i i got involved in this community kind of in my free time and Topher reached out at one point and he was like this is pretty good so i'm gonna reach out to him and we did a song i think it was in 2017 um and that was kind of like the beginning of kind of like the launch of our group now um and so kind of growing in and evolving and working, being a part of that community helps so much because I I was writing a new verse every week, if not more. And that just kind of helped me to get better and better for, I probably did that for a good couple of years, you know, um, making sure that I stayed sharp, you know, Um, as as far as lyrical. Yeah. And so that was a big help for sure was just staying consistent and working hard. Um, and then I want to say there was a verse that I actually did for that group cypher circuit that, um, TMR, the Marine rapper, um, Mm -hmm. ended up, he ended up sharing on one of his pages and then, um, that ended up starting another relationship. And then it was like the three of us came together at that point. So me and TMR made a, did a project. Yeah. So, um, we did a project called Box Fort, and that verse that mm-hmm. I did that he shared actually ended up becoming a full track uh, called Lifeless. And it kind of just talks about um, our experiences in the military and how mm-hmm. sometimes we struggle with depression and stuff. And um, so, yeah, that that was kind of like another start, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Years later, man, I don't know when this was, 2018 or 2019, um, we all ended up meeting in California for the first time. And by this point, we were, you know, kind of like a group. And so right. obviously we had our, yeah, we had our own separate um, like solo music, music I but, guess, solo, uh, right, right. Yeah. So we were doing that, but also we were growing as a group. Um, and when we met up in California for that first time, we shot a music video and that was for our song galaxy. And that was our first music video, which was pretty awesome. And yeah, I remember listening to that. That's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. What's, uh, what's the name of, of when you guys come together, what's kind of the name of, of your group? 
Um, Space Force. Yeah. So I love it. We decided since we have the Marine Rapper and Topher and myself were both in the Air Force, we were going to come together as Space Force. That's when the new branch kind of came out. Yeah. Yeah. They had like the, the Netflix uh, show Space Force. So it was around that's that perfect. time and it was like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that's awesome. Well, thank you for, for kind of sharing that, that journey. And, you know, I always love asking because, you know, you're, you're, you're quite the master at your art. And I think a lot of people, you know, this podcast is really targeted for, I mean, anyone listens, but young adults and youth who we all have a passion, right? We all have a passion mm-hmm. we want to work at. And sometimes we can feel like, well, I just have to just have the natural gifting and that's it. But I, 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 I hear a lot of hard work coming from your side. I mean, was there ever a time when it was just like you kind of wanted to give up music or it was just difficult to even press through? Absolutely. Um, I would say most of my story is hard work. Um, when I was when I was a kid, I didn't have a gift for for rapping. I think I had um I had the right influence. Like I listened to good artists that kind of helped me create my own sound. But as far as like being born with a gift, I certainly didn't have that. Um, so yeah, even, even when I started and, you know, I joined the air force, I was still creating music. And so that was still like many years of finding my sound, like working through like, okay, this isn't, this is really my sound or I was going mm-hmm. through a tough time in life and I had like a real depressing sound. Um, mm-hmm. and, and my music was, you know, probably would drag people down instead of try to lift them up. So, um, there's just phases of life that you have to live through. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, sometimes, sometimes you can't just go out and make a hit song without, um, being kind of living in a dark place for some time. And so that was kind of what mm-hmm. helped me find my sound, um, was just, kind of living through tough moments and Mm. that shaped and helped me um, figure out who I was as an artist. But yeah, hard work is definitely the the way to go. Man. I mean, I, I I can tell, I can tell because obviously you're seeing a lot of success right now. And, and like you say, that's a combination of obviously you have talent, but you've put so much hard work behind your talent to really then see success. Uh, because every time, mm-hmm. you know, I interview folks where I'm doing this series called Success Stories, you know, where I interview folks like yourself or like Topher and others that are seeing success mm-hmm. in what they're doing. You know, they're people like myself and, and others, but they're put hard work and they're making a difference in, in what they're doing. And, and one, one of the things I wanted to ask you, I mean, you can take as much time as you want, is uh, your, the inspiration behind your music. You know, I hear a lot of a lot of faith undertones in your music. You talk a lot about God and all that. Um, tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about your own faith journey. You said you've had some rough rough moments in your life, but if you don't mind sharing, tell us a little bit about your own faith journey. Um, yeah, so for me, um, I was raised in the church. You know, I grew up to believe in Jesus, but there was a point in my life when I was like, I kept hearing you need to be saved. And as a kid, you don't really know what that means. You know, you're just like, right. okay, I need to be saved. What do I need to be saved from? Mm. And so I guess at that point in my life, it was like my mission to go see what the world had in store for me. Um, and so I kind of, when I joined the air force, I kind of got lost and I didn't really um, keep a strong sense of faith um, and kind of got lost. I actually ended up becoming um, an alcoholic over the years. Wow. And 
So yeah, that was really bad for me as far as like relationships go. Um, just really finding those dark places, seeing what the world had. And it was nothing, um, nothing close to what God had for me. I had been divorced twice. Um, I had struggled with drinking and driving. I had a couple of DUI charges. Um, I was just at the lowest point of my life. Yeah. And so I was just at this point, I was so embarrassed and so ashamed of who I was. I was pushing anyone out. Um, anyone that tried to get close to me, I wasn't having it. And, um, really how bad of a, of a drunk I was, there was like, I felt no hope in that, in that moment. Um, and so back in 2015, um, I decided I was going to take my life. Um, I was like drinking at the same time. So I like, at this point I was about to be blacked out drunk and Mm -hmm. was like, okay, if I can get drunk enough, I can do this. Um, And so at this point I'm like kind of in and out of remembering really what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I ended up waking up in the hospital. So pretty much blacked out, woke up in the hospital. Um, at one point I was on, on the line, I guess, with the suicide hotline, I was talking to an old friend that was like, Hey, I think you should really see about calling someone that can get you help right now because mm-hmm. they weren't even nearby. They were in a different state, so they couldn't come help. Um, and so, yeah, the next thing I know, I wake up in the hospital. Um, I find out like my supervisor and my commander from the military was there. Um, and once things kind of calmed down, like they, at this point, they wanted me to get, like get committed to an, like an insane asylum at this point. Like wow. I'm just completely out of my mind. Like I don't, I'm lost. I'm completely lost. There's no faith. There's no um, presence of God that I knew of until they took me home later that day. And they showed me that I did shoot. I did shoot a gun into the ceiling. I must've pulled oh it away from my, my head. gosh. And at that moment, it was like, okay, God still, you know, after over a decade of really, I mean, I would still pray and I, you know, I still had like an idea that maybe he was there, but I mean, I hadn't gone to church in so long, but yeah, it showed me that even after all that time of not following him and not listening to his word or, you know, trying to have some relationship, he was still looking out for me after all this time. And it, it wow. really changed. Yeah. It really changed my life at that, in that moment, because who, man, it was, it was, it was dark and it was, I was in a bad spot, but from that, that point, my life completely changed. Um, so the air force was nice enough to help me out. They sent me to rehab and I did mm-hmm. 28 days there in, in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and then I've, got sober. You know, I, I wow. that was like the big wake up call that it took. Cause I had tried before, yeah. but you know, I never could. And so that was like the big wake up call. Like, okay, if I, if I keep drinking, I'm, I'm not going to be here anymore. Um, so I got sober. And then at that point I'm, I met my, uh, who's my wife. Now I met her like nine months after that and things, it was just like signs of showing me that God was still looking out for me. Wow. Um, so I, I met her and then there were like things that were happening that was happening with the music. Um, and the longer I stayed sober, the better my life got. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it just goes wow. to show. I mean, yeah. 
That is incredible. I mean, what an incredible story of, of God's redemption. I mean, I, I see you now and I would have never thought anything of the last, you know, five, six minutes of what you shared. And, and I mean, I want to, I want to confirm that. I mean, that is God's redemption on your life. That's, that's his grace and how he took you, you know, out from such a desperation, saved your life you know, and then now, now has you here. That is incredible. Thank you for sharing. And and I hope that everyone listening can, can resonate, you know, maybe, maybe you do, you know, for those listening, maybe you do find yourself in such a dark moment when you've even thought about taking your own life or you've even thought about, you know, not having enough hope to live the next day, or maybe you're, you're not in such a dark moment, but you still feel alone and all that. And this is such a testament of what DQ is sharing with us, that you're never too far gone. You're never too alone for mm-hmm. God to reach you and, and redeem you. And, you know, I'm curious to, to ask, you mentioned really in the last five years, God has now been restoring. I mean, if you could, if you could look back, I'm, I'm sure I'm asking this question really because I, I think it happens when we're young as young adults and as youth, you know, there's a saying called live and learn, Right you just live and you learn and no matter what, where, where I'm like, well, I think sometimes we can learn from those who've lived. You know, we don't necessarily have to go through everything. Like we, we can listen and we can, <laughs> we can learn. I mean, were there, are there some things that now looking back, you, you wish you would have done differently or wish someone could have told you earlier? Uh, well, I guess to know that, um, alcohol, like alcoholism ran in my family, I think would have been a helpful thing to know. That was definitely one thing that I think that could have helped me. But at the same time, that was like a journey God needed me to walk through so that I could have a story yeah. for people to hear. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one thing that kind of stays in the back of my head. Like what would have happened if, if I had known, you know, yeah. how, how bad this could be um, if, if I let it progress and progress to the point that it did. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as far as like, living and learning, man, that's, that's so tough. Um, I think to really, to believe that God really loves you is, is so important and to know, um, even if you can't feel it, because man, if, if my story doesn't, doesn't tell you that God cares about people and and loves us, um, I'm not sure what will, but (laughs) I I think it's important and, and that's kind of like going back to what you say, you can, you can learn from those who have lived. And that's why I like to share um, those stories so people can relate to them because I, I did have to live in dark places for many, many years. And I certainly don't want anyone else to. Um, and so that's why I like to be so transparent about my struggles and, yeah. you know, the the dark places that I, I had to be. Um, but also to let people know that they can be saved from, you know, mm-hmm from where yeah. they are. So, wow. Well, thank you. It's, it's inspirational. It's encouraging. And, and really, I guess this, this answers the question of, of what inspires your music. You know, you have a song, which I think even Topher mentioned um, in your latest album called he is with me, you know, talking about God being with us and how that even saved someone's life who was thinking about taking their own life. Um, you know, obviously faith is a great inspiration. Uh, what else has become an inspiration for the music that that you create? What what do you what do you draw from when when you write a new verse or so? Uh, honestly, I just like to sh- share stories that I think people could take something from. I, I I'd love to help people. Um, it's hard to help every person, you know. I try to respond to 
DMs and people that are struggling. I try to reach out to people, but um, really that's like the biggest inspiration for me mm-hmm. is, is to help, help others. I mean, we're, we like to serve people. Uh, we care about seeing other people do well and, and live good lives. And, you know, there's, there's no better gift that I get from making music than here. And I've helped somebody. So, I mean, that's, Obviously, it's hard to like sit down and write a song and say, "Will this right. help somebody?" Um, but <laughs> any anything personal, you know, I'm, I'm I like to tell personal stories about my life um, because there are many, you know, like I said, there was that ten over ten year span where I I was really struggling and found many many dark moments, and so I have plenty to choose from um, over the years that I can share, and so that's that's really where I go because I know I was in such a bad place, but God kind of used that to help me grow and. Mm-hmm. become someone that can reach other people. So um, that's, yeah. <clears throat> I love that. No, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing it. And really when, when I'm hearing your story, you know, I'm, I'm hearing the, the success that you're experiencing, the success that, that not only success as in like, Oh, well, how many people listen to you, but really like the impact that you're making in people's lives. Right. Um, and, and I wanted to ask you now, this might be a tough question so you can think about it as, as I talk, but really, if you could like break down or sum up some of the key, maybe moments or key things in the success that you've experienced, you know, maybe it's in your music in in your music journey or your faith journey, really, because I know a lot of young, young adults or youth as they're growing up, you know, the world is telling them, well, success just looks like money. It looks like fame and no matter the cost or no matter what you compromise. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I, I wanted to get your perspective. How, how would you break down or sum up some of the keys of the success you've experienced? Um, for me, honestly, it was just deciding that if I wanted to be a hip hop artist, I had to work harder than every other hip hop artist. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to be, um, do, I don't know, work in real estate, you have to work harder than every other person trying to get into real estate. Um, so that was like, having the discipline to go back and write, you know, a verse every week or mm-hmm. every, every day, even um, that's, that's, if that's what it takes, then, you know, that's what you have to do. Um, so mm-hmm. it was really about having the discipline, um, believing that what you're doing is what you're meant to do. Um, that was, you know, that's, that's hard for anybody, you know, to say like, right. Is, is this what I'm meant to do? Even today, I'm still like, am I supposed to really be rapping and trying to like <laughs> tell stories? Um, so it's it can be discouraging to anybody, but deep down, we all believe there's something that we're we're supposed to be doing. Um, I feel like people are are meant to um, serve others, and if you can't feel like you're helping others in what you're doing, you might need to look at doing something else. Um, mm. So yeah, I would say having that discipline and working harder than everyone out there that's, you know, trying to do the same or similar things as you're doing and just having that deep belief, um, in what you're doing. If, if, if you go to go to work and you're, you know, working at some job and you don't believe in the, in the purpose and kind of like what's behind it, then it's going to be hard to be successful and see joy in that. So, um, Mm. having that belief, you know, is, is super big because, even when I was terrible at rapping, which I was for probably five to 10 years, um, <laughs> I was still like, 
man, there's a reason I'm doing this. There's a reason I've been writing verses while I've filled a hundred notebooks full of, of lyrics and stuff. And there, there's obviously a, a part of life that we have to go through to evolve and find out what that is. But if you're working hard, um, you're going to find out what that thing is. Um, I know a kid that is 16 years old that has a bigger following than me in, in doing music and hip hop. And he's super talented because he believed and he had people behind him that believed in him that really can just push you. So yeah, having that belief, obviously good people in your corner always helps. I mean, having uh, TMR and Topher in my corner is huge. Um, they right. believe in me every day. So having a team, I mean, man, I, I should have wrote a list. <laughs> well, man, you're, I'm, I'm like, you're writing down the, the list, having a team, believing in what you're doing, you know, working hard, ser- serving others. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, something I want to highlight of what you mentioned, you, you, you even said, you're like, man, I, you know, when I was bad at rapping for like, you know, five, 10 years, man, that's that. I think you're being too, too generous with, with yourself because I, I feel like we can get so discouraged so quickly. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, True. you know, it, it's like learning anything, but maybe to your point, I, I feel like what, what you're saying is like, Hey, even if you suck the first year or the first two years or something, but you believe in what you're doing, like keep mm-hmm. working at it, keep going at yep. it because then little by little, I mean, you're going to see the fruit, right? The more you plant, the more you're going to harvest it, into it. Um, that, that's what I'm seeing right now. I mean, with you, man, if you say you're stuck for five, 10 years, man, I'm giving up too quickly on my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people look for like the big sign in the sky that says you're supposed to do this. But at the end of the day, we all have something we're passionate about. We all like feel something that we're pulled toward. And that's, that's really what you're looking for. Um, if, mm-hmm. if you're pulled in a certain direction in life to do something, Maybe that's maybe that's the big sign in the sky. You know, I think we all want this grand thing to happen. It it really just doesn't. Um, I was just yeah. thinking about I'm saying that, but Go I'm ahead. also thinking like there was that moment of of clarity when I was saved in that moment of trying to like take my life um, where I knew that that was pulling me away from alcohol. Maybe that wasn't like a calling for me, like, oh, I'm supposed to be rapping. Uh, but knowing that I was pulled away from drinking was huge. And that like helped me to be able to do the things that I, I wanted to do. And so um, mm-hmm. there are definitely moments in life where you're pulled in these, in these directions by, by God or, you know, whatever you believe in. Um, right. I think that really should shape, you know, the direction you go. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I would, yeah, I would no. say if, if no, I was just going to say, like, if you're, if you're feeling a certain way deep down, I think we all know, um, that's like, that's kind of like what, where the calling is, you know, if, if you feel something in your heart, go for it. Go for it. I mean, what do you <laughs> yeah, have to lose? Exactly. <laughs> just, just go for it. I love that. I love that. And it's been, it's been super encouraging, honestly, to hear just, just your time with us especially for me, I mean, this is the first time we're meeting, the first time I'm hearing your story and everything, which this is why I love doing these interviews because mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I I think I'm the one who enjoys it the most and I'm the one who learns the most uh, because I get to hear all these uh, amazing stories and really just inspiring things. And I think for everyone listening, there's five, six things we can all grab from 
from your story and and not only like your you know your story as in just your 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 dark moments but now i mean your what god's mm. doing in your life right now and how he's redeemed you and well i wanted to ask before we we even try to land this plane is how can people get connected with your art how can people get connected with you all right so you can find me on instagram at Andrew Raps, that's not Andre Raps. Um, I get that one a lot. You can find me uh, on TikTok at Bearded Rapper. Um, my website is dcurehiphop.com. That's D C U R E hiphop.com. Um, you can find me on Twitter at who is Decure? Maybe. Oh man, I'm. I got too many different. Um, too many <laughs> it's different like, is that a, is that a legit question? Who, who is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the, probably the easiest. The one I'm on the most is Instagram uh, at okay. Andrew Raps, or you can even search D D dot Cure um, for Decure, and you'll find me there for sure. Oh, that's perfect. Hey, we'll follow. I'll give it a follow. And for everyone listening, definitely, you know, listen to his music on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all, all the platforms available uh, to that. But Dekir, man, I wanted to thank you for jumping on the show. Thank you for taking the time and, and being so vulnerable with your story. I think that speaks volumes, you know, with people, especially when folks just hear me talk all the time and they're tired of my voice. <laughs> But hey, you, you're hearing another Andrew, okay? There's it's not a coincidence. His name is also Andrew, the best name. Go. Maybe I'm maybe I'm biased, but I, I do think it's the best name. Uh, <laughs> it's a great but, name for sure. Hey, thanks again for having is. me. Um, it's it's been a pleasure to share a bit of my story, and um, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. Bringing bringing young people to to the message and to seeing what life truly can be is is awesome. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, it's my pleasure having you. And guys, thank you for listening to another episode of The Andrew Roman Show. We're going to continue with our success stories. We're going to continue with different episodes. So you don't want to miss the next one. We'll see you in The Andrew Roman Show. We'll see you then.